welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me, as always, is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Hi, Ellen. It's going so good. <laughs> so good. Um, today, we are going to chat about One to Watch by Kate Stamen London. But first, mom, what have you been reading and watching? Well, I think we were discussing it earlier. We haven't really watched much this week. I don't know why. Why haven't we watched anything this week? Um, I, we've been doing, busy doing, well, I've been doing, busy doing real life stuff. Whatever. Um, it's highly overrated. It is. <laughs> I, we watched the we new, watched the new version Forensic of Forensic Files. Files. It's on HBO Max if anybody is so inclined. Um, so that was the highlight of our watch. I watched enough of those that I begin to think, is every man a murderer and a rapist? <laughs> and the answer is yes. According to those According shows. According to those shows, every man you meet is a murderer and a rapist. Yeah. Um, and, no, and other than that, oh, I read the Stephanie Plum book. Yes, you did. But I, never, I didn't watch. watch the movie yet. I want to watch the crappy she movie. She wants to watch the crappy movie. <laughs> uh, and we were looking to see if it was streaming anywhere, and it's streaming everywhere. everywhere and it's because it's a crappy movie. <laughs> so I'm going to watch that. I did. I liked it. I liked it. It was... Um, in the same vein as Riley Thorne, but it wasn't quite as silly as a Riley Thorne book. It's a little darker than a Riley than Riley Thorne was. Well, it's I'm pretty sure. I mean, I think those are marketed as mysteries as opposed to like yeah. romances. Um, so, well, and I'm here for it. I got the second one locked and loaded, yeah. but I had to read our book one to watch. Yes, you did. Yes, yes, I did. I had to get that read. We should state <laughs> that it's that's. 10 o'clock at night. 10 o'clock on, night, and I, on Sunday night. And I just finished the and book. And Mom. I just finished it. <laughs> and then I was up until 3 a.m. finishing it last night. And then I got up this morning to make a cake for my niece's birthday. Um, we, so we had a big family party here today, which took up most of my day. And so yes. I didn't get to read like I usually get so, to read. I'm a little... If I sound tired, it's because I am. <laughs> Um, for reading, I am in the midst of reading Bed of Roses by Nora Roberts. Um, I'm continuing on with that Bride Quartet series. How are you liking it? I like it. Um, I'm, I'm not engaging as much with this one as I did with the first one, but, um, I can see where the next two books are going and I really want to read the next two books. So. That's where I'm at with those. I also finished listening to Tools of Engagement by Tessa Bailey. Finally. Um, I did I did really like it. I like those books. They're fun and the with the Just Us League and the Yeah. Um and this one had like a home flipping renovation show that was in it and so it was it was cute. Um but other than that, I've mainly been reading test prep books because I'm um, starting the process of hopefully getting my teaching credential. Um, despite all of Mom's horror <laughs> stories, I'm she can't help it. She wants to be just like me. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Um, and so I am on track to do that. And um, you know, I'm in my 30s and having to remember how to do. Uh, tests first of all but then also like basic math and I'm like 
I really don't remember how to do some <laughs> well, of this stuff. I, had, I went back to school when I was 34. Yeah, you're about so, my age. Your age. <laughs> <laughs> Not but you have more school under your belt than I had under mine. Yes, so I had a lot longer to so go. I don't have to do as much, which will be nice. Um, okay, today we are chatting about One to Watch by Kate Stamen London. It is a standalone book and also her debut novel. Um, here is the back cover description for this book. Uh, B. Schumacher is a devastatingly stylish plus-size fashion blogger who has amazing friends, a devoted family, legions of Insta followers, and a massively broken heart. Like the rest of America, B. indulges in her weekly obsession, the hit reality show Main Squeeze, the fantasy dates, the kiss-off rejections, the surprising amount of guys named Chad. But B. is sick and tired of the lack of body diversity on the show. Since when is being a size zero a prerequisite for getting engaged on television? Just when B has sworn off dating altogether, she gets an intriguing call. Main Squeeze wants her to be its next star, star, surrounded by men vying for her affections. B agrees on one condition. Under no circumstances will she actually fall in love. She's in this to supercharge her career, subvert harmful anti-fat beauty standards, inspire women across America, and get a free hot air balloon ride. That's it. Uh, but when the cameras start rolling, B realizes things are more complicated than she anticipated. She's a whirlwind of sumptuous couture, internet culture wars, sexy suitors, and an opportunity or two or five to find messy real life love in the midst of a made for TV fairy tale. Mom, you literally just finished it. So I just walked in here from having finished the book. <laughs> so what did you think of One to Watch? Um, I'm going to say I really liked it. There were things about it that I loved, and there were things about it that kind of bugged me. So I would say those come together. Yeah. That it kind of evens out to be a really liked. I'm also going to give this one a really like, not a love. Um, there is, for me... What I think what this one comes down to, I love the premise, I love the setting, I love a lot of the format, um, but execution of plot is not my favorite thing in this book. Um, and yeah, we'll talk about some of my things that kind Well, and of, I think our things are different, so... Yeah. Because um, mom doesn't necessarily love all those things that I, I mentioned that I love. Don't love them all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, let's talk about it. Um, what did you think of B as our heroine? I liked B a lot. I had a problem with... Okay. Here's what I had a problem with. <laughs> she makes dumb decisions. <laughs> the whole Ray thing going on and on and on and on and on. I was just like... Girl, you're supposed to be, like, this tough broad. The Ray thing was annoying when it happened at the beginning, and then it was even more annoying when it's still happening at the end of well, the book. Well, when it's still, like, her, she's making decisions around her, her feelings for Ray, and he was a dick to her from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And first of all, she slept with a guy who was engaged without having a conversation with him before about what does this mean. Mm -hmm. And then she's all upset when he just ghosts her afterwards. And it's like, girl, you walked into this situation yeah. on your own. You have no one to blame for this but yourself. Yeah. But then the fact that she lets him keep 
manipulating he's not even there but he's still manipulating her in a lot of ways and it was frustrating to me i was like get over this not get it was a plot point and he came and i knew he was going to come back in the end yeah. and well like listen if you've ever watched the bachelor that you could have seen <laughs> that coming from a mile away as soon as do they do interested. that do they bring yeah it's ex- like it's like they say in the book it's yeah that's happened usually not that late in the season like they say but um, there's been a lot of times where they get a new crop of guys and it's like, oh, but here's this guy from your real life who wants a second chance. Oh, ba, 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 ba. I'm trying to think who would they bring back from my real life? And, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, well, I married your dad very young, so yeah. there weren't a lot of options before. <laughs> but, um, uh, so that kind of bugged me. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to say... I think the description of her bothered me in that we didn't have a lot. I think she had brown hair and maybe blue eyes. I don't, we ha- didn't have a lot of description about Here's her. Here's my main, main problem with B is I want a plus size heroine where that is not the crux of who she is as a person. Right. Because guess what? That's not the crux of who plus size. I, I mean, like, I'm willing to forgive it a little bit with this particular plot because um she's going on tv where as soon as you enter tv and especially reality tv you do become a freaking archetype you know of right of yourself well and she kind of went into it because she wanted to put herself out there as as you know plus size a plus size person who was but but we had nothing else on her. I mean, there was nothing. no other description of her. Nothing really about her appearance other than the fact that she's plus size. Nothing. Here's my, here's, okay. She's, she's an interesting character for me because, um, I like, I like the, first of all, I read this and I'm like, yeah, we should do like a body diverse reality yeah. bachelor. I think that would be great. And and it, you know, it really made me like think. I'm like, yeah, that is strange that The Bachelor is always like, it's always the same type of girl, always the same type of guy, and basically all the guys are like what show up on her show. Um, but, um, I didn't get any sense of why these guys were interested in her. Well, and, you know, not all of them, because not all of them were. But No. But the few that were. But the, like, four or five that were, they were talking about how great she is. And, like, I I, I get, I think that part of it is um, that she is beautiful because, you know, plus-size women, yeah, obviously can also be beautiful. And she doesn't recognize that guys could be interested in her for her looks, you know, it's right. Right. Um, but, and so that's fine. Maybe they were all interested in her for her looks and I will take that. But also I, I was not getting why these guys would be interested in her for her personality. Well, because like, even, I think at one point she even asked someone, you know, why do you, and he said, well, I think you're witty. I think you're charming. And I was like, when has the, we? When have we seen this? She's only yeah. kind of been kind of a dick sometimes because she would get irritated on the show and yeah. and um, because she was very insecure about 
you know, why these guys were there, if they were there for the right reasons. That's a thing from Bachelor Mom, which you won't know. Um, but, um, yeah, and so uh, I just, I wasn't ever, yeah, I'm like, yeah, why are you guys into her? Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I said, maybe they're all interested in her because she's beautiful, and I love that. That's great, but... They were all saying it was not only that, it was her personality, and I wasn't really getting any sense of much of a personality. Well, especially since we were seeing, like, all of her interactions with these guys, and a lot of them were not very positive, and I couldn't see why they, I don't know. I'm sure a lot of it was because they wanted to be on the show, so they're, like, singing her praises to stay on the show. And she questions that, you know, a few times. Well, and rightly so. Yeah. Yeah. And it's much like, it's much like on why The Real Bachelor, um, and part of why I don't really watch The Real Bachelor anymore, is it's like, how in the hell are you guys, are you people falling in love enough to get ready to get engaged in these limited interactions that you have? And I... Well, and just in the scenario that they're involved in, I mean, the whole thing... With where she's expected to sleep with three different guys in three different nights? That just seems ludicrous to well, me. that's fantasy. I, night. and this is exactly <laughs> my problem with this type of entertainment. But, like, I get why Asher's like, I don't understand why Asher went on there in the beginning. But, because he just doesn't seem like the type. But, yeah. um... You know, I get why he's like, I don't want to stick around for this if she's going to be sleeping with other guys. But she's expected to sleep with other guys. I mean, that's yeah. expected. And it seems like he should have known that going into this thing. But yeah. um, I don't know. I It just seems like how on earth are you supposed to come up with a lasting relationship out of that kind of a scenario? People have. It's. I, mean, I understand I mean, it's that, not Anna. a great success rate on Bachelor, but there are, surprisingly... You know, surprisingly. But, I mean, if you also think about it, you got engaged after knowing someone for two weeks. I know, but I wasn't expected to sleep with other people and then go back to him. (laughs) Well, it's not, I mean, it's not too much different than just not dating exclusively for a while and you're dating a few different people and then you're like, okay, this is the person I want to date. Yeah. And mom is looking at me like, (laughs) I'm just trying to, you know. Sure. I think we, us two, come with some. Well, I wouldn't sleep with a lot of different guys. Yeah, I was going to say, we come with some um, dating uh, moral mores from our religious upbringing and things like that. But, you know, that's not necessarily how most of the world dates these days. (laughs) Um, Well. Anyway, so be... I I did I did like B and I related to we're gonna talk about some of like the body positivity and body shaming and body issues that kind of are talked about in this book but um so I there's a lot of things that I related to her with and um things like that but um she wasn't my favorite heroine just because I didn't feel like we got to really know her. And there is a lot of plot taking place in this book, so maybe that's part of it. But um, it's just that there wasn't enough time to, like, really 
Yeah. I don't know, but I feel like there's a lot of time spent in trying to get us to know her, but, like, I didn't really get a sense of who she is, really. Other than the whole... Fat She's flat. She's fat. Thing. <laughs> Which is a disservice, I think, to her as a character. Yeah, I agree. And, um, yeah, we'll talk about that and some more. Um... Okay, what did you think of the guys? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say as our heroes because we don't really know which way this is. I mean, you and I both called it pretty early on, mm-hmm. but there were a lot of twists and turns along the way. And I will say, in its favor, it was kind of refreshing to read a book where. I don't exactly know who she's going to end up with. I know. I agree. It was fun to read. It was kind of like a whodunit, but (laughs) who's it going to be? And I thought it was fun. I thought that was like new and different, and I appreciated it Mm -hmm. because so many of these romances especially become very um, formatic. I I think that's like, and I think that's why a lot of people don't consider this a romance because it's a hallmark of the genre that you know going into it like okay these two people are going to end up together right you should know early on in the book yeah who's going but this one we didn't really you didn't i mean it was always kind of obvious i thought like as soon as they so, okay we're going to so spoiler alert we're going to if you don't want to know who she ends up with don't listen to the rest of the episode. <laughs> um, Until after you've read the book. Yeah. Then listen to the rest of the, the, yeah, rest of the obviously. book. obviously. Um, but Ellen and I, we early on, we said, okay, we're, so we, Ellen, I made Ellen write down who she thought it was going to be. Yes. And I wrote down Asher. Because um, basically as soon as they introduce him and he's kind of like somewhat above it a little bit. Well, he's different than the rest of the guys and he's not kowtowing to her, I guess. Is yeah. Way. Yeah. And he... He does, like, he seems to only be there, you know, to find love. Like, that could be the only reason why he would be there, because... Didn't he say that his kid... Yeah, Linus signed him up. Okay. I thought he said his oldest child, and I was like, Gwen never seemed like she was no into it, but... No, it's his, his So son. Linus is the one that yeah. signed him up. Um, and that I see. Yeah. Um... Okay, so let's just kind of go through our, like, kind of five-ish main guys, I'll say. Okay. Um, so, Asher. What did you think of Asher? I, I liked Asher. Um, he sounded, like, hot. Like, salt and pepper, Asian-American yeah. professor. And and I was there for all of that. Yeah. And um, kind of grumpy a little bit, you know. And a little standoffish. Yeah. And, um... He didn't wear his heart on his sleeve, kind of like the other guys did. He was a little yeah. more uh, introspective with his feelings. Well, and he was kind of how I would want a guy to... I He didn't need to be as, like, um, jealous and possessive as... But you would want them to be a little bit like that in well, that and I under- situation. I think he would definitely feel jealous if he really had feelings for her. Yeah. However, I don't see how you could go into a show like this and think that you were going to get through it unscathed that way. Yeah, exactly. Yes, agreed. Um, uh, b- 
But yeah, just that he was... And I think they both had journeys that they were trying to take. I think he had stuff he was trying to overcome, Mm -hmm. and I think she had stuff she needed to overcome, and... Mm -hmm. and, Yeah, yeah. well, and and him getting self... uh, Him getting possessive and jealous fell into his because he had dealt with um, cheating in the past and things like that, and so... Um, just this whole situation of she's seeing other people at the same time as him and he doesn't know exactly what's going on with the other guys. You know, he knows what she's telling him, but he doesn't know what's going on right. with the other guys that, you know, and that comes up a lot on The Bachelor too. That is just, um, <laughs> well, she know. was never aware of what was being said when she wasn't around. Yeah. So. And that also became I'm guessing an issue. that's a thing. Yeah. Yes. I, if you can't tell, I'm not a reality person, TV person. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> um, okay. What did you think of Sam? I loved Sam, but I got what her problem was with Sam. Yeah. I, I completely understood. And it wasn't just the age thing. It was just... Like, she was in for something for a lasting relationship, and she was afraid that he was just looking for... And it wasn't just the living with the parents. I mean, I completely understood where she was going with this. She questioned his motives, and she kind of questioned all of their motives, but but with him, it was not related to her body. Yeah. I feel like everybody else, it was related to, you know, her appearance. But with him, she just kind of questioned, like... Why is, like, what is he wanting out of this? What is he wanting out of this relationship? What is he wanting out of his experience on the show? Well, and he did, like, he he literally fell in love with her, and he told her that he loved her. But I think he's the kind of guy who falls in love with a lot of, you know, easily. Falls in love easily. Is and that... that could be part of, like, the young thing, yeah. you know? And, um, and just that he's kind of put in this position where, yeah, there's a lot of, Uh, romantic experiences and she's an older you know sophisticated lady and you know I think that kind of comes with some of the age as well um much like on The Bachelor I was like oh well he's gonna be the next Bachelor (laughs) (laughs) that that is a thing well he was a cutie and he's a very sweet kid yeah yeah and and he they have a lot of sweet moments together and um and I I really liked his kind of speech to her after she stands up to his parents for him kind of thing. Um, like, kind of when he tells her that he loves her. I thought that was sweet. And, yeah, he was, he was a sweet guy. And I liked them at the reunion special and, and things yeah, like and that. Yeah, and I liked how there was, like, no hard feelings and... and um... You know, but I totally understood why she didn't feel he was the one. Yeah, for sure. Um, what'd you think of Luke? Luke, Luke, Luke. <laughs> Luke was very French. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is not really like a go-to type for me. So I was always well, it's just like... like when he's having sex with Lauren and, and she's and B gets all mad and he's like, What? I don't understand. What's wrong? <laughs> Jeez, Luke. <laughs> She's like, like, you just slept with me like two hours ago when you left my room. Yeah, that was, that was... I figured because, like, when they go on the hometown dates and things like that, and he seems very just kind of, like, free love and all that stuff, I'm like, something is going to happen. Yeah. And, like, I knew that no matter what happened it, with Luke, it was going to get down to he... This is... He's 
just there to sleep with her and, um, or sleep with anybody. Yeah. It, like all his friends, wife slept with more than one of them. <laughs> She's like, like, oh my gosh. All three of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Luke is, Luke is a funny one because he, he was also very sweet. Very sweet. Very charming. And, yeah. and, um, I think he was really good for her. Like she yeah. said, she said, yeah. there's a lot of things that he helped me get over and, you know, so. because he like from jump was there and was just like, no, you're gorgeous. You're beautiful. Yeah. Obviously I want to tap that, you know? <laughs> and I think she needed a little bit of that through this journey, you yeah, know? Get some, of girl. Sh- yeah, yeah. Basically. <laughs> and um Which is another unusual thing in a romance novel. Yeah. Well I have that as you know, when we talk about sex, but the fact that he is the only one that like she sleeps with within the like actual confines of the show. Yeah. And the actual confines of the book. I mean, we can assume that her well, and she Ash... slept with Ray. Oh, yeah, that's true. But um Yeah. And so the only two people that like we see her have sex with are Luke and Ray. And she ends up with Asher. And she ends up with Asher, which is very unusual for a yeah. romance novel. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay. Uh, what did you think of Wyatt? <laughs> I um, I liked Wyatt. He's a good old boy. Um, kind of an interesting thing to yeah. I've never seen anything like that written about in a book before. Yeah, yeah. And I think or not even something that you hear much about in the you know in this sexual you know. I don't know, what do you call all the... <laughs> the talk of sexual identity and things yes, like that. Yes, exactly. It's a thing that, like, comes up, but it's, um, it's yeah, definitely not something that's talked about as frequently. Um, and an interesting thing, it would be an interesting thing <laughs> to talk about on The Bachelor or something like that. They never would, but... Um, so, yeah, so, uh, I... And I... He was sweet, and the fact that he was like, if you need me to... Just keep me on the show, and I'll be your safety net. Yeah, and, you know, we'll just kind of help each other out, and, you know, it's kind of like he was her, if we're both single by the time we're 40, we'll just get married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, but yeah, he was sweet, and I liked the friendship that they kind of, yeah, you know... Well, and it was really sweet that when she was kicking him off the show, so to speak. And he's like, I can't let you be the villain here. And so he explained his yeah. situation, which was, you know, pretty... Yeah, ballsy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, finally, let's talk about Ray. Oh, my gosh. I hated Ray from the get-go. Yeah. And I I get that you're kind of supposed to, but it, that's why it was bothering me so much that she wouldn't let it go. I mean, yeah. the fact that he slept with her and disappeared and then ghosted her after a day, I would be like, Okay, I'm out. This is done. He's and I'll a, tell you, like, dick. the most frustrated I got with B was when um, Marion was talking to her and was saying, like, yeah, I didn't tell you that he wrote and was trying to get in touch with you because he's the freaking worst. Yes. And, like, you need him out of your life. You've got these great guys who are, you know, genuine in their feelings for you. And he has just been stringing you along for freaking years. For like nine years. I mean, it was a ridiculous amount of time. Yeah. And, um, but the purpose of Ray, (laughs) I think is to 
show that she eventually learns, I deserve more than this. Better than that. And, like, I've been clinging on to this idea of him, and that's not the actual deal here. <laughs> you well, she know. was literally, like, his duff for nine years. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's not right. No. And... Um, you know, I like the, I like when she, when they have kind of like their heart to heart thing and she says, you know, he's like, I've been in love with you this whole time. She's like, okay, so why, why did it not happen if you've been in love with me this whole time? And she gets him to like own up to the fact that he couldn't picture them together. Yeah. Because she was fat and, you know. That's yeah. not what he thought he wanted or deserved or whatever, you know. Whatever his reasoning was. It yeah. was stupid. Yeah. He was the worst. And, um, yeah. Okay. Mom, you love reality TV. So what did you make of the setting and overall premise? Well, that was one of the things I had a problem with with this book is it's not fun for me to read about these reality TV shows, which, by the way, I can't stand to watch. She um, really can't. <laughs> and, you know, you might think less of me because I know a lot of you guys love them, but I really can't. I can't stand the bickering. I can't stand the... I I get that you guys get into the drama of it all. I just find it so degrading to human, to human beings as, an, as a... But... Um, which, this is such a funny thing to me because, like, mom and I are usually, like, the same on, like, things that everything. we like watching and, you know, things like that. But this is the one thing where we just cannot... Well, and Ellen will watch shows and I'll watch them with her and I'm like, eh. I will literally leave the room and go read somewhere or something because I just can't stand to watch it. The, um, but... Uh, so it's hard for me to read about it. I can't even understand why people go on these shows. I mean, I get that a lot of them are... Fame hungry? Fame yeah, wars? Yes. But that's not how we were supposed to perceive these people in this book. And so I couldn't understand why these people would even go on a show like this. I think we're not supposed to think of them as fame whores, but I mean... Her and, um... Well, I think Luke, Luke was. Yeah, yeah, Luke. And they they own up to the fact that they are doing it for well, their brand and for... And I get that that's what she was doing. I get that she wanted to be, like, a role model for people, you know, or, yeah. you know, to be groundbreaking in this endeavor. Um, so I get that. But then I look at, like, Asher. Why would he go on a show like this? Or, um, you know, even... I mean, that's also a thing on Bachelors. There's a lot of people who get signed up and just kind of get by the uh, sister or something like that and, you know, end up on the show. And Well, um, I can't understand why anyone would do it ever. <laughs> so, unlike you, like, this, that's the main thing I loved about this book. I know it I, is. <laughs> I, first of all, okay... I I love the reality show-ness of it. And there's a lot for, like, people who have gotten into The Bachelor. I, I mean, I, I'm not actively watching The Bachelor or Bachelorette um, right now. Um, but I've definitely gone through 
you know, seasons where I have been hardcore into watching that. Um, and there's a lot of good jokes in, in here for people who, who like that. And, um, like the reality Stefan or something is there's a guy that is named reality Steve who always like has all the spoilers for the season. And, um, and, and I also liked when they were like, we're going to do it live. And, you know, they do that in England all the time because I've also gotten into all the British uh, reality shows <laughs> where they do it live. Like Big Brother, they do it real time. And I love Island. I know that they also do. Can I just say, I think she should have scrapped all the guys on this show and gone with Chris Evans. I know! <laughs> I was like, girl, what? And then when he shows up, I, I was like, um, hello, jump that! Uh, what was it? Oh, I think it was his, Asher's daughter who's like, she's the only person in the history of humanity who's ever been disappointed to see, see Chris, Chris Evans. Evans walk through a door. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Because, yeah, that was, uh, that was silly. Yeah, she should have just gone for Chris Evans. Um... But um, the other thing, though, that I loved about this book, I loved the, like, format of um, the tweets I did too. and the message boards and the well, podcast so much, And a lot of the story is told through these. And yeah. I thought that was a fun way of doing it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just telling it through the podcasts and the blogs and the... And to the point where, like... I really wanted Colin and Beth to get together. Well, didn't they kind of? They, they did. Hint at that? Yeah. <laughs> and I called that too because <laughs> I was like, something is going to happen with Colin and that girl. And well, when they first started, I thought, is Colin going to come up and show up on the show? Is Colin going to be the guy she ends up with? I was like, no, but he's going to end up with one of the girls. In the... Um. Anyway, so I really liked my dog is snoring really loudly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's really cute. Um, That's it. <laughs> I snore loud. You don't think you're cute. Um, anyway, so I really liked those things about the book. I um, did too. And for considering that the past couple few books that we've read have been a bit of a slog for me, this one, I, I mean, like, it's a longer book. But the story um, moves along. But the story moves along quickly, and I think a lot of that is because of the format, because it's very, um, you know, dialogue-heavy, uh, just kind of Well, it quippy. switches it up a lot, and also... It keeps your, like, attention engaged And it doesn't throughout. get bogged down in extra details and things. I think that's been part of the problem with some yeah. of the past couple books we've read. Yes, I... Yes, I agree. Um, so, Yeah. Much like with reality TV, um, in general, we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on the reality TV, the reality TV-ness. But I did like the way the format of the book. Yeah. Um. Okay. So there's a lot of talk about body positivity and body shaming in this. What did you make of all of that in this book? Well, um. Okay. Here's I'm 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 no. Just just go answer your own question, Ellen. I, and maybe this is idealistic of me, I had a hard time buying that so many people, I I was on board with the fact that there's trolls on the internet who are going to, like, say 
god-awful things about her. Yes. But um, I had a hard time buying into the fact that so many people to her face on national television are going to be that awful. Well, especially these guys who are trying to be on The Bachelor and wanting to... Or, the main squeezer, yeah. yeah but, and wanted to, you know, extend their stay and still they're saying terrible things about her. Well, and like Jefferson came out of freaking nowhere. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just, even kind of these stupid, vapid fitness boys... Um, I just, I really had a hard time that buying into the fact that they would be that terrible on TV just because it's not, just solely because it's not a good look. Yeah. And even if they think that way, I don't know. Uh, I just thought there was like one too many villains and maybe it was just, I mean, it did help us as readers like quickly pinpoint, okay, this is the chaff. I like, did like when her brothers took those guys out to the cow field and left them out in the cow field. Yeah. Um, Nash and Cooper, I think, were those the two guys. I was picturing the guys from um, Letterkenny. The, <laughs> the like, bros. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Um, so, I, I get that um, she would fa- face a lot of backlash and I just didn't see, I didn't buy into it all being, like, quite as pointed as it was. Um, well, and I think, you know, I have spent a good chunk of my life being overweight. I mean, I have... Like, uh, obese. Yeah. Like, like oh, yeah. very overweight. Yeah. But I've never had anyone come to my face and, you know, and I get, I'm not putting myself out, well, I do this. Publicly, <laughs> but I'm not putting myself out there as, you know, like a beauty queen or, you yeah. know, a fashionista or anything. But yeah. so I get that there are trolls out there, but you're right. I don't, especially people who are on a show that, you know, they want to try and extend their stay. And it seems like they would at least try to be nice. Yeah. Just, just because they're on TV and no people are going to watch it. I just didn't think that that many people would be that awful. And I don't, and I don't think that people in the real world. And would. I could get them maybe saying stuff behind her back, like in interviews and things, but yeah. like, or to each other, or yeah. you know, whatever. I and, um, but even then, I feel like more, like more of the guys would be like, would put a kibosh on that if it was happening, like in the house with the guys, um, and you know, they would quickly like realize, oh, like. This, this is, is not going to fly. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't know. And, and I, and I, so I totally get she is a person who is putting her body out there. She's a fashion blogger. She is going, I totally buy that she was going to get people saying terrible things to her online. I just didn't think, I just, <laughs> it's not been my experience that, people think about your body as much as you, you do, do. Yeah. And have as much Well, to I say. think there are trolls out there that just want to say terrible things. Yeah. And so they say terrible things. Yeah. But, yeah, on a TV show like that, I would have a hard time with it. Yeah. Um, so, in terms of her, and we've kind of already talked about how 
I don't love that that's, this is like the crux of who she is. Um, I, I, I like that she wants to get out there with the message. She wants to create a more body diverse, you know, bachelor, main squeeze. I keep calling him bachelor. <laughs> um, and I appreciate all of that. Um, I just, I, okay, here's, here's what I do like. I'll, I'll be, I'll put this up positive spin. I like that she realized that she had work to do with herself in terms of coming to terms with the fact that she's plus size because well, that she was using that as, as a, a crutch. crutch. Yeah. And, um, and with that, I also kind of relate to that because I think that in my life, I have also kind of used the fact that I'm overweight, et cetera, as like, uh, that's why, that's why I'm, people aren't interested in me. And that's why I don't put myself out there because I'm, I fear rejection, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I like that her lesson in this book is she realizes like she needs to stop doing that and that she is she is harder on herself than you know the guys out there well are. And to the point where she wasn't trusting anyone or didn't believe yeah. anyone's you know motivations were sincere and and she was just damaging herself mhm yeah um so i like that um I like that she realizes there's more to it than, like, you know, uh, they just can't love me because I'm fat or whatever. Right. And she realizes that that's her own toxic, like, spin, uh, you know, frame of mind that's kind of putting her in danger of not finding someone, etc. Um, and I think that that was important because because so much of the book is her stepping in her own way kind right. of thing. Um, and that was, I think, what was most frustrating for me is that um, she, she just is so distrusting of, um, of people in general and all, I mean, she's putting her, you know, she talks about how she's not, she doesn't have any issues with her body. She loves her body, but then, you know, she's. Well, for example, and I thought this was weird in the whole reality TV show spectrum of it is um, like when they wanted her to put on a bathing suit and get in the hot tub and she was just like. Uh, Which I totally. <laughs> Well, I agree. I would, uh, there's no way I would want to do that. But it seems like she's seen these shows before, and it seems like that's a discussion that yeah. she would have had with Lauren yeah, exactly. long before yeah. the, sh the filming of that. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, and I don't know. It was like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> like, for lack of a better, <laughs> you know, m metaphor. Um, because I don't, I don't know. So it was, it was really kind of a struggle because on one hand, she's trying to put off this, you know, really proud body positivity thing, but then she's the most negative person about 
Her own body. Her own body or thinking that anybody could love it kind of thing. Um, And I I think that's part of the messaging of the book, but um, it was, it was, it got, uh, got a little tedious sometimes. A little tedious and a little frustrating. Yes. Um, And again, I just wish that it was like there was more to her than this. Right. Because this was the only thing we had with her. And it kind of made me like, yeah, why would these guys love her? Because like, I mean, and for me, um, in my singular experience in a relationship, it's like, they don't care about <laughs> your your body, first of all. Not really. And... Well, I think... They, they do. They care somewhat. But. Yeah, but not as much as you do. And um, especially if they're choosing to be with you. And then also, like, it's not... Not that this was, like, an issue in my relationship, but it's not... Um, it's not attractive when, like you're going on about it as right. much, so much. Like, when you're putting yourself down about your body, it's not an attractive thing. And, like, to the point where, like, this boyfriend of mine, he didn't stand up to me on many things, <laughs> but he was like, you need to s- stop doing that, talking about yourself like that. I'm like, okay, that's fair. <laughs> and, um... Well, I think it's a defense mechanism that we have, that if I say it first... Yes. Then they won't think it. But I think that a lot of times it's like, I'm tired of you saying it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's where I was with B. It's like, I I get that. But you need to, like, stop assuming that they're thinking about this as much as you are. Right. Kind of thing. Um, And so, yes. So I, like, I relate to that and I get it. But I just didn't want to, like, spend so much time reading spend about it. Spend 400 pages reading about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so that's where I land with all that. I agree. Did I handle that diplomatically? Yes. enough? pretty diplomatic. Because <laughs> um, I don't want to be insensitive in any way. And I want to make it clear that, like, I, I totally understand all of this. It's just that I feel like in order to be truly body positive, we need to... N- not Dwell focus on it. on it as much as like we are here. Right. I don't know. That's that's where I am. Um okay, let's talk about the conflict which I see as Ray coming back and Asher leaving. Okay. What did you kind of make of that whole situation and Well, I figured out I thought early on Asher is either going to get she's either going to kick him off cuz he wants to be kicked off. Yeah. Or he's going to leave. I figured that was going to happen. Because I knew that he was either... I thought he was going to come back at the reunion. reunion show. Yeah, me too. Um, And, you know, get down on a knee and propose to her there. But that didn't happen. But that's okay. Um, I like that it ended up not happening, like, within the confines of, of the, the show. show. That they um, kind of went off and did their own thing. I like that better. But he should have come back quicker. Because... I agree. And... Yeah. Because he, I mean, like, there's, like, weeks slash months that pass before, like, 
they see each other again. And he even said he realized as soon as he left that he was kind of a jackass and, yeah. like, and behaved poorly. Because she was right. He should have, like, given her time to explain. explain. And he should have realized, like, we were on television. Well, that's she the thing. Wanted- I, I was like, I completely understand why she didn't tell you that he was engaged. Because yeah. when she was explaining it to him, in my mind, I'm thinking... She's on national television explaining that this guy cheated on his fiance because she's assuming that he's still engaged to this woman. And I thought, well, and wow, I, this and I'm is thinking like, not okay, good. if Ray and his fiance are watching this, his fiance knows it's him. <laughs> yeah. Like, obviously. Obviously. Um, so, yeah, I, I, so I, I thought get- she already said too much. So then yeah. the fact that he was mad she didn't disclose that he was engaged, I was like, Okay, dude, like, you don't, first of all, you waited, you know, a long time to tell her you had Had kids, kids. so you understand the fact that there's just some things you don't want to say on TV. Right. You know? And, I don't know. Well, and, and like she said, if he had, they didn't have to have sex, but if he had just gone into the room with her, Mm -hmm. they could have at least just talked through some of these things, because they wouldn't have had cameras on them, and that's what she was thinking, is... You never gave me any chance to be alone with you to explain these things to you. Yeah. So I thought he didn't handle it well. Yeah, I agree. And I think he should have come back sooner. Yes. Uh, For her part, she should have kicked Ray to the curb way quicker. Oh, I would have just, as soon as he walked in the door, I would have said, dude. Bye, Felicia. Like, get out of here. (laughs) What are you even doing here? Yeah. What gives you the right to even waltz into my life at this point in time? Yeah. Um, so they both hand, they both could have done better in that situation, but I definitely was more team B on, on that specific issue because, um, yeah. And, and I'm a little, yeah, like I said, I'm a little frustrated that he even says in the book, like, yeah, the day after I left, I realized I'd made a mistake and it's like, okay, so why are you coming back like three months later? Or at least... Like, shoot her a text or an email and just say, look, I'm really sorry for the way I handled it, but I yeah. just needed to get out of there. Or explain, you know, just try to explain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about sex, baby. Um, like we said, it's kind of <laughs> she hard. She has no sex with Asher in the book. Yeah. It's kind of hard to talk about sex in this book. Um, I mean, we should say the two that we get are very... Like, fade to black. Oh, very fade to black. Um, you don't really get anything. So it's mom-friendly. Um, Except for the reality TV thing. <laughs> so it's not Ellen's mom-friendly. <laughs> but in general, it's... The other moms. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So it's interesting. And, I mean, this is another thing, I think, that makes people say that this is not a true romance novel. Because um, you don't have sex with other people. Yeah. You know? I I think I've ever read a book where they have, you know, maybe like when they're telling backstory and, you know, they talk about people having sex with other people, but, um, or if it's a rake of a man. Yeah. Well, and we should say too, like, like you kind of just hinted at with the, the fantasy suite thing. I don't remember what they were calling it on, in this book, but, um, I do wish, you know, cause she was kind of hurt. When Sam and Asher both didn't want to go spend the night with her. But she even, like, said in her thought process, in like, her in, her, in her POV, that um, 
she just wanted some one-on-one time with them without the cameras kind of thing. And and this has happened on The Bachelor where, you know, they've said, I don't know that I'm ready to take that step, but I would love to get away with you for well, a night. Well, and I thought they were sharing a hotel room. I mean, didn't, isn't well, that the way it's like explained? the fantasy suite thing is you share a hotel room, but... Well, just it's go also and just spend welcome. the night together in the hotel room, but you don't have to have sex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've read a million that. books where well, they. Well, I've done that plenty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we've read many books where they like spend the night together, but they don't have sex. I yeah. mean, or yeah. and and so I wish she had just said, you know, we don't have to sleep together, but I would like to, even if you just, because the cameras shut off. Yeah. So it's like even if you just come, like, let's just go talk or spend, you yeah, know, some time getting to know each other a little yeah. bit without cameras watching yeah. every, every second we're together. Um, so I wish it that, you know, she had just made her stay, her case for that situation yes. as opposed to, I agree. Um, assuming the worst of them when they didn't want. And if nothing sleep. else, I get what he was saying. It's like, I don't want my kids to think I'm sleeping with someone on yeah. national TV. And I, and I that's understand. also happened on the show before too. Well, I under kind of understand that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, but he even could have said, "Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to like sleep with you on national TV for the sake of my kids. But let's go chuck. Yeah. And you know, or let's just spend a couple hours together. Maybe I won't spend the whole night. Yeah. So I don't know. That's that's where I land with that. Um. What is your swooniest moment? This wasn't. This was a hard one because I don't know that it's Asher that would be my (laughs) swooniest moment. Um, Luke had some very swoony moments Yeah, with the creme brulee and the, um, I liked. Well, and Luke showing up, um, you know, after she's kind of has that first rough night and he just kind of shows up and is telling her how beautiful she is and all the, like, that was really sweet. Um, Sam, like I said, had some sweet moments. Sam at the, um, was it Sam that she was with at the place in Morocco in Marrakesh? With the where belly they, dancers, no, where they had like the massage and the yes, that was Sam, and, they, and she was like in a bathing suit, but they were in the pool. Yeah, okay, that was very swoony. Yeah, even though I couldn't remember which one it was, but in my defense, there was a lot of guys. Um, <laughs> I thought the prom with Wyatt was very swoony, so yeah. I thought I thought a lot of the stuff, not much that she did with Asher was super swoony. <laughs> the, the moment that when I was like. Hard pressed to think of a, a moment for Asher. I did like when she and she references this also within the book. Um, when she talks to her parents, her mom and her stepdad, and um, they talk about like the family that you choose and right. things like that. And so then that makes her kind of realize like, I I, I want to explore things with Asher. Right. And so she goes and talks to him and just kind of like tells him her feelings and you know, is very open and honest with him and he is open and honest back and tells her that she has kids, that he has kids. Um, and so I, I liked that for right. them. Um, and I did like her with his kids. Yeah. That but, was more just sweet than sweet. Yeah. I, I don't know how realistic it is that an angsty, you know, teenage girl is going to get over everything because you give her a Catherine Hepburn movie, but it would have done twelve-year-old Ellen. I know, but you weren't angsty. (laughs) That's true. I was not. Um, Okay, let's hear from some of you on what you think of this book. Um, This is an interesting one because it's kind of a mixed bag. So, oh, 
Catherine says, I think the best way to approach this book is to think of it as following someone being the bachelorette with the added bonus of knowing in the end everything turns out good instead of thinking of it as squarely a romance novel. It's the kind of book that really takes full advantage of its format as a book as opposed to a movie or a TV show. All the group chats, podcasts, and other features fill out the world so nicely and let you sink all the way into it. I had the best time reading it, but I'm worried about it for the rest of the if the rest of the group will like it. Hope you all do. Also, if I were her, I would probably wouldn't have stayed friends with the producer, but more power her to more power to her for that. Um, I didn't like that this one girlfriend she had kind of stabbed her in the back. Oh, Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. Because they kind of had a friendship. Yeah. And the fact that Lauren didn't... Was sleeping with Luke yeah. in the midst of all that. That seemed kind of... I think, yeah, and I think the reason that she's able to, like, get over it is because it's just, like, the craziness of the show. Well, and I think it's just Luke, too. I think, you know. Yeah. Luke is just kind of a man whore. Um, And I will say, I, you know, I don't read a lot of the comments before, but I did see enough of you saying, like, if you go into it knowing that it's not a straightforward romance, I think you will appreciate it more. So... I went into it knowing it wasn't a straightforward romance, and I think I appreciated it more for that. So I appreciate you guys saying that. Um, Amy says, this book was a DNF for me, although it's not entirely the book's fault. My library hold on this book became available in late December. I read a few chapters, and then bam, Bridgerton on Netflix happened. (laughs) After binge watching that, I just had to go back and reread all the Bridgerton books. By the time I was done, my library alone had expired, and the little bit I had read just didn't interest me enough to go back and finish. I get that. I get that. Because Bridgerton's, I mean. (laughs) That's important. Priorities, my Um, friend. Which I should also say, it's kind of funny because um, Jillian, who was on the show, she's now listening to all the Bridgerton um, books. So I have this, like, group chat with her and her two sisters who have also read um, Bridgerton's. And so... We're making a convert out of Jillian, you guys. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm. That's my romance success story of the month. Um, okay, Shannon says, I read this book back in the fall, and while I thought it was okay back then, I have no desire to read it again. I really had trouble with the format. I am not a fan of reality TV. It's way overdone. As a romance reader, I found the book blah. You get snippets of a romance, but not enough. You don't get a proper romance arc, and it just left me wanting more. And I will agree with that. Like, I I did think we needed more of a, like, relationship foundation between Asher and um, B. And I think that uh, just by virtue of the format of both the show, like, The Bachelor slash The Main Squeeze, and by virtue of just the format of the book with you know, the other guys, we don't get a lot of time to, you know, spend with them as a couple and get to know their relationship. Um, Jess says, I feel exactly as Catherine does. I went into the book knowing based on reviews not to expect it to be a romance novel. And so I instead approached it as fiction with romance plotline. And I have to say, approaching it that way, I absolutely adored it. I used to watch The Bachelor and Bachelorette back in the day, and I loved the book's take on a reality dating show. I thought the blog posts, chats, text, podcast transcripts, etc. were clever and really spoke to how people respond, react to reality TV. 
I also thought the book itself was rather clever, clever and heartfelt. I felt for B and really wanted her to find happiness. And I'm glad she ended up with Asher. She calls him Ashton, but you know, I'll, I, I, I get you <laughs> just, um, I can totally understand though, that if you are expecting a romance book, you will very likely be pretty disappointed with the book, but I love the book for what it was. And I actually wouldn't mind reading spinoff books set in the main squeeze world, such as Sam's book. Yeah. I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was wondering if she would do other books with any of the people in, in this book or just kind of the, yeah. Well, we already know who Sam winds up with. It's true. Megan something. Yeah. Um, Sarah says, this one was just all right. To me, this book read more like women's fiction than romance. I will agree with that. I haven't watched any of the Bachelor, Bachelorette shows. I've gleaned in from, I've gleaned knowledge from parodies and memes, which, you know, that's all the information you need. <laughs> but I was intrigued by the premise. It just kind of felt like a miss. I wanted more. It felt like this was supposed to be all about body positivity, but even B's inner dialogue and thoughts were so negative and insecure. Yeah. She added anyone would actually be into her. Plus, she had a shitty friend slash crush, shitty choice in contestants, and I found it difficult to really root for anyone. Also, I felt that the author had a checklist for including diversity, non-binary child, tick, lesbian friend, tick, contestant <laughs> on the asexual spectrum, tick. I just feel it could have been more, you know? I do know, Sarah. I, um... Yes. And yeah, I feel the same, like we've said, I feel the same way about some of the body positivity. Um, I, you know, I've, I've been critical of some other books on their wokeness checklist. This one didn't bother me. <laughs> this one didn't bother me as much because at least they were incorporated into the story. Yeah. What I hate like, is when it's like a superfluous throw out of, yeah. you know, this person does this and this person does that. And it, or they bring in a character that you never see again. And just so that they can show that character as a yeah. part of their woke checklist. Yeah. And that, like, they were actual characters and it, like, actually informed them as a character. Right. You know. And, um, yeah. So, that's what I'll say about that. Um, Tiernan says, I didn't think this book was a romance. I loved the beginning and then it went downhill. I felt the author was trying to cram every possible social issue into the book when she could have chosen one to two and really fleshed them out. That's fair. I didn't get the chemistry between B and uh, Ben. Was that his name? No. There were a lot of Bens, <laughs> There were a lot of Bens, but they all <laughs> got kicked out. I, I'm thinking she's referring to Asher. I did like the use of email text scripts. That was fun. I think the book could have been great with a less is more approach and a better HEA. Overall, it was just okay. Cute cover, though. Um, yeah, cute yeah, cover. It a cute cover. Um, yeah. Do you think this book is a romance? Um, I think, I would say yes, but, well, I say women's fiction. I get women's fiction more. I think for, like, the general populace, this is a romance. I think for a romance reader, this is not a romance. Right. Is what I would say. Well, like we said, the only person she has, the two people she has sex with are not the guy she winds <laughs> up with. Which is not a But she does get an H HEA. However, yeah. we don't know who he is for sure until pretty far into the book. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, I don't know what everyone's criteria is. Yeah. Dead set criteria. I think everybody has a kind of different criteria as to what they would say this is a romance. And I think like Romance Landia as a whole would say that like this does not meet like our criteria, our collective criteria for a romance novel, quote unquote. But like I said, I think general masses would consider this a romance because it has freaking romance yeah. in it. Um, 
Okay, Kimberly says, I liked this book. I did not read any reviews prior to reading it, but I was hooked right away. I loved the format with the variety of blog posts, podcasts, transcriptions, text messages, etc. Definitely seemed to portray reality TV alongside social media and the people invested in the show. I especially loved B's mom and stepdad and the message they brought to the story. I know it wasn't a traditional romance, but it was a definite escape for me and I loved the happy ending. I really hope she'll write another novel, whether related to this one or a standalone. Um, I would say, I would, yeah. I did like her parents a lot. Yeah. I would say though, that there were sometimes her mom was talking and I was like, oh, stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I agree with that. Um, Michelle says, I did enjoy this book, but, uh, just after I read If the Boot Fits by Rebecca Weatherspoon, which was one of the best fat rep books I've ever, I say this as a slim person, and I think this, uh, as I've ever read, and I think this book paled in comparison in that sense. Also, as many have said, this skews more mainstream fiction rather than pure romance. Fun read overall, though, and I uh, have recommended to non-romance reading Bachelor-loving friends. Yeah, this would be a great one if you have a friend that loves The Bachelor and you kind of want to inch them into reading romance because... Um, for a Bachelor fan, I think this is a fun, a fun one. A lot of winks and nods. Too. Yes, lots of winks and nods. Um, okay. Natalie says, Natalie had read, she says, I think we know it that I love this book since I gushed about it in a free-for-all episode. She did. So Natalie was one of two people, I think, who read it for the free-for-all. Um, it's definitely not your average romance novel and leans more toward fiction or women's fiction, but I read those genre I read those genres all the time and love them too, so I don't have a problem with it. I can see how it would be jarring if you went in expecting something different though. I'll just leave some of my favorite side moments here. The fact that this book begins with dual quotes by William Shakespeare and Chris Harrison. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a funny opening. Um, the fact that there are five bends, yes, because that happens all the time on freaking Bachelor. Uh, the following dialogue. You have to call Chris Evans. He has the best ass in America. Like, canonically. How do I even get his number? Slide into his DMs, then burrow into his hearts. It's like you're not even a, a millennial. Yeah. The podcast duo and the ridiculous segues into ads. LOL. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, these brothers pranking each other and her whole family in general. Teacher Ben's kindergarten class teaching uh, Jefferson. Right? That was his name. She calls him Jackson, but... I'm pretty sure his name was Jefferson, the guy who was a dick. Yeah, Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, why bullying is bad and making him that take was funny. the Michelle Obama anti-bullying <coughs> pledge. Yeah, that was funny. Um, Colin and Beth finding romance via a bachelor bracket. Yeah, that was adorable. And as I predicted. <laughs> um... Sarah says, I read this in the fall, so my memory is a little fuzzy. This one was just okay. I never watched The Bachelor, but I did watch Unreal, which is another, uh, that's a funny one to, to watch if you don't watch Bachelor. I wouldn't consider this a traditional romance. I never rooted for her to get with any of her suitors. I kind of wanted her to end up alone and happy with her own company instead of needing to be paired up. I remember thinking the guy she ended up with came across as a petulant child. Um, I can see that. See that too. Um, I did like that she just kind of told them all to, you know, that she did wind up with nobody. Yeah. I mean, she didn't expect to wind up with Asher after all was said and done. We expected it because we're we're romance romance readers. readers. (laughs) But um, I did like that she's just like, nah, I don't want to be engaged in any of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I also like that. Um, 
Cassie said, this was a cute and thoughtfully written romance uh, slash women's fiction. B's journey was rewarding and the male lead characters were layered and interesting. The author did a good job of hinting at who B would end up with, which made me enjoy this a bit more and helped me consider it a romance and not strictly a women's fiction novel. The experience of a plus-size woman seemed to be well-represented and handled well. As someone who has watched several seasons of The Bachelor slash The Bachelorette and all of the show Unreal, this was a fun romp and seemed to accurately depict the experience on this type of reality show. Yeah, I, I would think so. Um, Amanda says, I loved this book. It was one that I couldn't put down. I'm not a fan of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, but for some reason I really, I, I enjoyed the idea of it as a book, especially with a plus-size heroine. To me, everything seemed pretty realistic. The characters, the reactions, the completely insensitive assholes. Seriously, I felt my heart drop into my stomach a few times from some of her experience on the show. Yeah, there I mean, whether... Yeah. I don't know if I agree with the reality of them, but, um, yeah, when, when some of them happen, you're just like, jeez. <laughs> and you just really feel for her. Feel for her on national television dealing yeah. with these a-holes. Yeah. Um, Amanda continues, I felt completely betrayed by the showrunner. I can't remember her name because I read this when it first came out, but damn, how could she? And why encourage the heroine to go after the European, especially on the overnight when you're secretly banging him? Overall, I think this was a wonderfully done book concept and I'm interested to see what she'll come out with next. Yeah, that, that was a little shady. You mean what Lauren did? Yeah. 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 And like, she really was like, I have this guy who's been talking about how much he wants to sleep with you this whole time. Like, go sleep with him. And it's like... You're sleeping with You're him. sleeping with him. That's, That's kind of messed that up. That is a little weird. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, Deb says, I was so excited when I read the back cover of this book romance bachelorette-themed show, Down to the Earth Heroine, but honestly, it was hard to get through at times. I thought it would be a bit more fun and light, but I agree with others that it was less of a romance novel and more of women's fiction. At times, I was only so-so about B. I wanted to like her, but just didn't find her overall likable. So just a like on this book and barely that. That's fair. Uh, a different Sarah says, I wasn't a big fan of this book. I felt triggered by the tweets and the tabloids. I didn't root for the main love interest, and I didn't see why she was attracted to him. He roasted her one time, and she fell in love. Weird. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, the book is full of stereotypes about French people, bisexuals, and North Africans. The way the heroine looked at belly dancing was disrespectful for its cultural significance in my heritage. I understand she wanted to write every cliche in the book, but I wasn't thrilled about it. Overall, I loved the writing, and I read the book in two sittings. Three out of five stars for me. Um, you are completely justified in your feelings about that. Um, I think that a reality show would generally be disrespectful and stereotypical <laughs> about any and all cultures Cartels. and um cultures. uh so i buy into it for that reason <laughs> that a trashy reality show would be that way but um i don't understand what was bad about what they did with the belly dancers i think i think it's just it's it's just too typical of yeah it's stereotypical representation and, and the camel rides and, and it's the... more of a it's more of a cultural thing and there's more to it than just, just going out there and waving your belly dancing. around yeah um is what sarah is saying okay I um and then finally raquel says i agree with so many of your comments i sort of liked this book but it didn't give me any gushy feelings or um 
or any feelings at all for that matter, aside from being pissed about the douchebag ex-friend, show contestants, and producer. While this book is not a romance novel per se, I felt the romance part fell flat. Maybe it's just me. I listened to the audiobook and perhaps I would have enjoyed it more if I had read it. Yeah, I think this one is more... I, I don't think this would be a good listen to me personally. Well, especially with all the social media stuff that they've yeah. got. It would be hard to translate that into audiobook. Yeah. Um, Raquel continues. One thing I'll say is that part of me wanted for B to stay single and leave, leave all the experience from the show behind her. To me, it wasn't credible that she'd fall for any of the guys, let alone develop a real deep connection. Um... All fair. So it's kind of like I said, it's very mixed bag on this one. Well, I think our analysis of it was very mixed bag too. I yeah. Think. Yeah. So, um, any final thoughts on on this book? Um, no. I hope that like we've. I still hate reality TV. <laughs> and you always will. I always will. I, I know. I've tried enough times. To get you into my reality shows to know that it's just probably not going to happen. I just, no, just, I don't. It's a fruitless endeavor. Um, yeah, I hope that, like, I hope that I've been able to convey some of my more complicated feelings about this book in a way that is not offensive to anybody, because um, that is not my intention. And um, I hope that that all came across how I wanted it to. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah, I have mixed bag on this one, but I, I, overall, I, I think I will still stay with a really liked cause I did find it to be a fun book that was also insightful on issues and, um, and yeah, maybe not a straight romance, but still had some of enough of, you know, the romantic feels that that we like in a book yeah okay so those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on one to watch by kate stamen london we would love to hear more from you on our facebook page our facebook group which is not your mom's facebook group our goodreads group our twitter and instagram which are both at not your mom's rom our subreddit not your mom's subreddit or you can email us at not your mom's romance book club at gmail.com so if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts or if you would like just a book for us to read we would love to hear from you on february 15th we'll be discussing her night with the duke by diana quincy also coming up we have the free-for-all after that so if you would like to get in your book reports for the free-for-all keep that in mind because we that show is made by you guys so find something delicious to read and yes. share it with us yes for sure um remember you can subscribe on itunes google play stitcher spotify and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show and we just love to read them all right thanks mom you're welcome ellen let's go to bed in yes. our separate beds yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right bye bye not Your Mom's Romance Book Club is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts.